you know, a lot of you guys don't realize, but Carrie and I still have the same bullcrap excuses that come into our minds. We're just like you. You know, like you don't understand, you don't get it, you don't get it. First of all, don't give me the full, don't don't give us the whole. You don't understand being hair heavy because Carrie was over a hundred pounds overweight. She was almost two seventy and has kept a uh, hundred and ten pounds off for over ten years. So you can't go there with us, okay? Because you can go there with me, but you can't with Carrie. And so we we're no different than you as far as the the temptation still comes to quit. The temptation still creeps in our mind. The negative self-talk might come in our minds. The uh, the negotiating out of what we told ourselves we were going to do, it still comes in our minds. It still comes in. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and I am freaking fired up about today's podcast with Carrie because Carrie, oh, I'm just excited. I'm excited about this because you know what? I, I like ruffling feathers. Boy, we've been ruffling some feathers lately. By the way, your eye makeup looks awesome. Like it's on fire. That I tried to, girl is on fire. I tried to do a sunset. It was really pretty. Thank you. Yeah, it's really pretty. I'm excited about this topic as well uh, because I think it's a couple of things that come up lately and it's made me go, wow, even in my own life, I need to be really be making sure that I'm doing this. Yeah. And I, we're going to start off with the Bible, a Bible story. I think it's probably my favorite story in the Bible. I, Carrie and I were raised, um, in church. We were raised with, you know, a Bible believing parents and a Bible believing household. And we learned some of my earliest memories are Sunday school, VBS vacation Bible school, um, just like back in the seventies. And I have great memories. So some of my, um, uh, earliest and um, most concrete memories are Bible stories. Whether you believe the Bible or not, it's okay. Uh, you know, we don't want to alienate anybody from this podcast, but we do. We, we believe the Bible. We love Jesus. And I love this Bible story. And Carrie is going to uh, I'm gonna read it, read it. Yep. I was going to get the flannel graph out. <laughs> yeah. Nobody yeah. in this all the Gen X are like, what's a flannel graph? Yeah. I'm like, um, imagine, I don't even know how to describe it, flannel graph. Okay, so this story comes from John 5, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Okay, so there you go. John 5, sometime later, there was a religious gathering of the Jews. Jesus went into Jer Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, there is a pool with five porches called Bethesda near the sheep gate. It's good to know it's near the sheep gate, Christy. <laughs> Inside these porches lay many sick people. I can imagine that in my head. You know, the porches and the sick people. Some were blind. Some could not walk. Some could not move their bodies. Um, all of them, uh, an angel of the Lord came at a certain time and made the water move. And all of them were waiting for it to move. Because whoever got in the water first, after it had been moving, was healed of whatever sickness he had. A man was there who had been sick for 38 years, Christy, 38 years. Jesus saw him lying there and knew the man had been sick a long time because he's Jesus. That's not in the Bible. I was just going to say that. 
And Jesus said to him, would you like to be healed? He didn't say, do you want to get in the water? He said, would you like to be healed? The sick man said, sir, I have no one to put me in the pool when the water is moving. While I'm coming, another one gets in first. Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your bed and walk. At once the man was healed and picked up his bed and walked. And this happened on the day of rest. But Carrie, doesn't it have an exclamation point after the part where he says, get yeah. up? I he think says, that- get up, exclamation point, pick up your bed and walk. Not, yeah. oh, yeah, right. He says, get up, get up. I love get that up. about Jesus. I think Jesus was, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe not, maybe not probably frustrated with the guy <laughs> who was whining, you know, 38 years, sis, I probably could have wig- wiggled my way to the, to the edge of the pool. I might've just like, I might've been in the water when they're like, I mean, I would have done everything I could, but this guy felt sorry for himself. And he was a whiner and he laid there for 38 years feeling sorry for himself until, and then I like when Jesus, cause Jesus knows, cause he's Jesus. Like he needs to say, do you want to get well? I think he wanted it, the other guy to say it out loud. Like what's, what's the problem here? Do you even want to get well? Cause I know I say that to our rebels. Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to get healthy? I mean, the obvious answer was yes, but, and that's what the crippled guy said. He said, yes, but nobody's been here. And then Jesus was like, get up. And I love that part. I love that part too, because I think that the title of the podcast, well, the working title right now is stop whining, stop whining. Chrissy, when the kids were little, they would eh, whine. Every mother knows what I'm talking about and every father. And I would say to them, the only thing I want to hear come out of your mouth next is yes, mom, nothing else, not a whine, nothing. And our mom used to act like she couldn't hear us when we would whine. We weren't really allowed to whine, but she would say, I can't hear why I've heard other parents go. I can't hear whining. I can't hear whining y'all. I hear whining all the time. Stop making excuses. Stop saying for 38 years, every time I go to the pool, somebody else beats me. Every time I try Weight Watchers, I only lose this much. Every time I clean out my fridge, my husband brings home a piece of cheesecake. Every time I work really hard, people say I'm getting too skinny. I'm tired of hearing your excuses. Just like the man in the story, just like Jesus in the story was tired of hearing the excuses of the man. Your excuses, they're falling on deaf ears. Jesus knew, Jesus knew when we say, do you want to lose weight? We know you're going to say yes, but do you really enough to stop your own excuses? A lot of times I ask questions that I know the answer to at our events. When I see people, I know the answer to it. And, uh, like, I remember I was talking to one of our rebels and I was actually at her house and I said, so, so I, I led her, I knew what the answer was, but I wanted to hear her say it. And she had said, um, that she, I said, so when you were heavy, you hurt all over the place. Oh yeah. I said, so when you lost your weight, there was not just a weight loss, but there was a lot of pain that was no longer in your body. She thought I was completely pain-free. I had energy. I had no brain fog, you know? And I said, so then why are you letting your child eat junk food? Why are you letting your son eat junk food? Because if it was about the weight and he's skinny, then that'd be one thing. But you just got done saying, it's not even about the weight. It's how good I feel when I eat healthy food. So then why are you letting your son eat junk food when you know how much better he would feel. And she just sat there like, uh, 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 you know, I lead people through with answers with questions and then have them answer them themselves. And 
and and make them uh, see 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 themselves that they are that they're just a, such a bunch of bullcrap excuses coming to their own conclusions. You're helping them come to their own conclusions. And I love it. The Lord says, Jesus saw him lying there and knew the man had been sick a long time. Would you like to be healed? Well, yeah, he's no, he's got the answer. The man wouldn't have been laying on a porch for 38 years if he didn't want to be healed. Of course you want to get healthy. Of course you want to take your life back. There is a rebel I want to talk about. I think she'd be okay with me talking about her. Her name is Carrie, and I've gotten to know her quite well. She was in my VIP coaching group. Now, Carrie got within like eight pounds a goal. Okay, Christy. And then she let whatever, got a little cocky, whatever, got away from the barn, like we talked about in previous uh, podcasts, and gained a little bit of her weight back. Not all of it, a little bit. And she was so upset with herself. And at the time of this recording, she's just within like a five pounds of having it all off and actually being back to her real goal. But what's interesting, Christy, is I said to her, what was it, Carrie? Like, what was it this time? She's like, you know what, Carrie? We always have the Carrie, Carrie, Carrie conversations. She said, I got tired of my own crap. I got tired of my own excuses. And rebels that are listening to me, you have to get tired of laying by the pool for 38 years. Mm. Yeah. You got to get tired of it. You got to get tired of, of you have to realize that you're lying to yourself. It's that recognition of it, I wonder if Jesus would have been Christy code red and Christy would have been like, well, what do you mean? So, somebody beat you to the pool. Well, why aren't you hanging out closer to the pool? Why aren't you doing this? It's almost like he didn't realize his own crap in his own head. Mm like his own baloney, just like Carrie told me, I got tired of hearing myself lie to myself. Mm. I recognized the lies I kept telling myself. I got sick and tired of, I think she said my own, I don't know if she said BS, but something like that. Like I got tired of my own BS. You have to get tired of laying by the pool. You have to get tired of not fitting into the clothes. You have to get tired of walking through the doors of Lane Bryant and Torrid. You have to get tired of not fitting in the airplane seat. You have to get tired of, of feeling like crap when you wake up and just looking forward to going to bed and not being able to go off the floor and get back up. If you fell, somebody would have to call the fire department and help you back up. Mm. And I'm not judging you if that's where you are, but when are you going to get tired of laying by the pool? When's mm. that going to happen for you? When are you going to get it out of your own head and stop with the excuses? Mm-hmm. At the time we're recording this, it is uh, sept- it is almost September 2022. We're recording this, and right now I am filming our uh, my documentary that will come out on all streaming platforms. Um, and I mean, depending on when you listen to this, but it's going to be coming out second quarter of 2023. And I am training. I'm making a bodybuilding comeback. I used to compete in bodybuilding 20 years ago, and I am making a comeback, coming back on stage to compete in the Arnold Classic 2023. And, um, I have our entire Carrie and Carrie and my entire family, we all have chronic back problems. Carrie had back surgery when she was a teenager. Um, 11 of our two back surgeries, 11 of our immediate family members have had back surgeries. And, uh, so I knew that my back was a problem. I've had problems just all my life with my back. And every time I go to lift, 
a certain lift, I, I throw my back out. You know, we, we say, I just I tweak my back, you know, but it's the L4, L5. Uh, so I went and got x-rays and found out that I have some arthritis in, in between my discs. I have, it's not, it's not good, but I didn't walk into my bodybuilding coach, Eric. I didn't walk into his gym, uh, Mecca gym, by the way, a beautiful bodybuilding gym. I didn't walk in there and say, yeah, um, Eric, uh, bleh, 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 bleh. I have back problems and I can't do this. And this hurts and that hurts. And I don't really know bleh, 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 and just whine to him. You don't compete in the Arnold classic. You don't get the, the accomplish the goal that I am trying to get and accomplish by whining. You just don't do that. You know, I waited until he asked me, do you have any injuries that I need to know about? Yes, I have. Uh, I have a chronic back issues. And so we're going to have to find a way around training, training my legs. Cause there are certain lifts that, um, cause pain when I do it. And there's just, and that's not, I can't do this. I can't do that. That's just saying here, here's what I'm up against and here, and let's find a way around it. I didn't walk out crying and, and just give up on this whole thing. I said, can we find a way around it? Uh, you know, and that's what I wish that the crippled man would have done. Okay. My legs don't work, but my arms work. Can I pull myself to the edge of the pool? Like find a way to make it work. Stop whining and just find, I'm not saying train injured. I'm not saying try to go do stuff. Like don't, don't hurt yourself, but my gosh, we give up so easily. Don't we, we just give up. We throw in the towel. We act like, well, I can't do that. We don't even think of another way. We just give the F up. And I'm so sick of that with people. Christy, maybe he could have made a pact with another person at the, on the porch. Like I will push you in one day and then you come back the next month when the angel comes back and you help me in. Right. I'm going to get on my towel and you just pull me over on the towel. I'm just saying where <laughs> there's a will, there is a way. Yes. So Christy and I voxer each other quite a bit. And uh, that is an app that we like a walkie talkie app. And I have learned over the years and Christy and I've been at the time of this recording, Christy, I've been working for Christy for five years and I have learned to recognize my own crap excuses. And even in the beginning, as they're coming out of my mouth, I will stop. Won't I? And I'll just say no excuses, no excuses. Like if I ate something off plan, I'm not going to be like, well, we stopped at the C store and Brandon got a donut. And I, I don't even say that to Christy. I'm like, I ate some crap food. And tomorrow I'm not going to like, it's, it's, I, I don't even start with my excuses because once you recognize that you're making excuses in any area of your life, this could be, you know, um, a goal you have a going to college, a dream. I, I don't care what it is like Christy, you go some kind of competition, whatever your, whatever it is. I don't care. I'm just using weight loss as an example. Once you recognize the excuses coming out of your mouth, it, it doesn't even leave your lips and you go, yeah, that's, that's an excuse. I have people, Christy, that I'll have calls with. I sometimes do calls and I'll get on the call and be like, now, what can I do for you today? Like, how can I help coach you? And they're like, I can't eat spinach. I don't like tuna. I don't eat eggs. And then, and then, and then I have a messed up stomach. I had gastric bypass and I can only eat 30 cc's of, of, of food every couple of hours. And I can't eat. I mean, it just on and on and on with excuses. And I don't even think they realize they're coming out of their mouth and what they become, Christy, is they become living. This is, this is hippity dippity, but I'm going to throw it out there. Your excuses, everyone close your eyes and imagine this. They become living, breathing 
cloaks that you put on. Oh, I like that. They do. And they become you. Eventually they start to grow into your skin. Ooh. I teach a class at the gym and this, there's a young lady that go, comes there. She's young. She's way young. She's 10 years younger than me. And she always, she does the work. She's strong. She works hard. She's probably hundred pounds overweight, Christy. Mm-hmm. At least at that's point, fair. Not more and again, I'm not judging her. Like, I'm so glad she comes to class, mm-hmm. but she, every day it's excuses why every she day. can't move this day, why she can't move this and making fun of herself and talking about being fat and, and, and shaming herself. And I get, this is all a defense mechanism, but what it has become is it's become this, this big cloak that she puts on and she wraps up and she holds it really tight around herself so no one can hurt her. And I understand that because I did it too. And it disguises who she really is inside. You really are a strong mom. You really are an advocate for your children. You're a woman who shows up to the gym, even being a hundred pounds overweight, which we don't advocate, but every single day. So your excuses will grow into becoming who you are, the fabric of your personality. If you're not careful, it becomes part of who you are. Hmm. You know, um, not to keep bringing up this competition, but it's, it's, it's kind of become my thing here. Uh, it will be for the next six, seven months. Uh, I train of right around two hours a day, which is just that to me, it doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Um, and this morning, because it's going to be over a hundred, it's going to be about, about 105 degrees today. It was my day with Annabelle. So I needed to pick her up. It was also my day to get in at least five miles of, of walking. And my coach has got a pretty, pretty tough training for, and some cardio and my weightlifting. So I had to get up at 3 AM to be at the gym by 4 AM to be done and out at miles house by 6 AM to pick up Annabelle, to get her back to my house before it got too hot. She's older now. She's over 10 years old and she can't handle the heat at all. And you have to get her out when it's still cool. And so what did I do? I didn't just go, Oh, oh, well, I just can't train today or I just can't get Annabelle today. No, this is all important to me. All these things are important to me. So I went to bed at seven and I woke up at three. It's just a way to adjust. And you could be sitting there. Well, Christy, I can't do that again with the bull crap excuses again. And I'm not saying that this is not the training has nothing to do with you. It's just that when you want something bad enough, you'll find a way to make it work. You really will. Cause I see extraordinary people all over the world all the time, doing things that we never imagined was even possible. And yet they're doing it. They're breaking through the ceilings. They're, they're accomplishing things that people, I mean, Kira, you've got a great story about uh, your friend. I do. I have a friend and I have his permission to show his picture and talk about him. Just so you guys know, I met a man recently, Brandon and I met him and, um, he has been blind since, um, he's almost in his eighties and he has been blind since not quite birth, but like his teenage years. So it's been quite a goodly amount of time. And this man went and got HVAC certified to work on air conditioning. He rebuilds engines and, and not even kind of blind, like has no eyes. So like not even shapes and colors, but I'm going to show you guys a picture for those of you that are watching on YouTube. Um, so you can, not only are you looking at Christy's beautiful makeup, you can look at this picture and I'm just going to hold it up. I'm going to hold it up right here. So you can see now that's my husband and this man leaning over a truck that my husband's having trouble with. Um, and he can fix a truck just by the sound. So, you know what? I don't 
want to hear your excuses because this person exists right here. Did you say this H- person HVAC certified? HVAC. Oh yeah. Can just listen, can do more than most sighted people can. So I don't want to hear your excuses about not being able to do something or my excuses or Chrissy's excuses, because this man that I just showed you the picture of, he exists. He worked. He still works. He builds with a level that beeps at you and tells you whether you're level or not out loud auditory with, he can build decks straighter than most people that have two eyes in their head. So your excuses and my excuses and Christie's potential excuses, they don't mean anything. When I open up this phone and look at the picture of that man, they don't mean anything to me. If he can do it, then none of us have anything to complain about or have excuses about in life. I know it's hard to lose weight. I know it's hard to take your life back. It's embarrassing. It's a grind. It's tough. It is frustrating. It doesn't always go perfectly. Sometimes the math doesn't, you think you're doing everything right and it doesn't work. It could be hormones, but I'm telling you that you absolutely can do this. And you are, you as a person are more than the sum of your excuses. You are more than the sum of your excuses. Yes, you are. And I have faith in you because that man, my friend, Brandon's friend that works on trucks completely blind, he lives in this world and he exists in freaking nowhere, Kentucky. Nowhere, Kentucky. That's where I live, nowhere, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Be sure to join me. (laughs) But the point is that man exists. So you are the sum of not what people say of you, not what you are, not your past mistakes. You are not what has happened to you before you are, you are not your upbringing. You are not who you were married to you. You are not even the children that you brought into this world. You are more than that. You are more than your excuses and whatever else is trying to tell you that you can't do it. You know, a lot of you guys don't realize, but Carrie and I still have the same bullcrap excuses that come into our minds. We're just like you. You know, like, you don't understand. You don't get it. You don't get it. First of all, don't give me the full, don't, don't give us the whole, you don't understand being hair heavy because Carrie was over a hundred pounds overweight. She was almost 270 and has kept uh, 110 pounds off for over 10 years. So you can't go there with us. Okay. Cause you can go there with me, but you can't with Carrie. And so we, we're no different than you as far as the, the temptation still comes to quit. The temptation still creeps in our mind. The negative self-talk might come in our minds. The, uh, the negotiating out of what we told ourselves we were going to do, it still comes in our minds. It still comes in. It's what you do. So that's not the problem when it comes in your minds, because it does on ours too. I mean, the Bible talks about even Jesus was tempted, but it's what you do about it at that point. Do you say up, oh, get out of my mind. I'm not going to do it. You do. What do you do at that point? Do you give in or do you push forward? Cause I can tell you, there's a whole lot of quitting that wants to be done in my mind when I am pushing through squats or, or leg lift or, or leg press or, or, or leg extension, whatever the heck he's got me doing. Uh, they're burning. I'm in pain. Uh, I'm sore. I'm tired. I I'm, I don't, I just don't want to be there. And no one would ever know if I left early, no one would ever know if I quit those exercises, but I would know. So believe me, the thoughts come in, the thoughts come in that, that make you want to quit. It's what you do at that point. And, you know, I was teaching my silver sneakers class on Monday and I was, we were doing our exercises and nobody, 
I said, nobody wants to go to the gym on Monday. It sucks because you're paying for what you did over the weekend. I mean, you know, it, it is true. Like you sat on your butt for three days. Yeah, it's going to suck when you go in on Monday morning. And again, Christy and I don't advocate exercise as a way to lose weight. But um, this is what I do. I do exercise now. No, it's not fun. No, it's not fun to count your macros. It's not fun to weigh and measure your food. We get that. We aren't like jolly, jolly, happy. Aren't you glad you get to count olives today? No, we know it's hard. We know. We understand that. But sometimes putting off what you want right now for what you want down the road is way worth it. Do you think that Christy wants to get up at three and exercise? No, I would not go with her. And I love to exercise. Okay, maybe I would. Maybe I would. But I might stay back and keep the coffee pot warm, Christy. <laughs> but the point is, is Christy is putting off what she wants right now for what she wants down the road. Mm-hmm. And, and every single one of you that have been successful at Code Red, you're doing it. You're putting off what you want right now. You're getting out from underneath the porch. You're crawling with your arms towards the pool. Mm-hmm. Even when your arms are tired, you're scooching towards the pool, scraping your legs. Help- yeah. You're helping other people towards the pool. You're getting mm-hmm. off the porch and you're headed towards the water because healing is coming. Healing is coming to the water. Move yourself towards the water. Don't make excuses and stay on the porch for the rest of your life. 38 years of your life, 38 mm-hmm. years of his life went by. And he didn't believe, he didn't believe he could. He didn't believe there was healing for him. He didn't believe that anybody would help him. And you might think that too. You might be like, um, you know, I just don't believe there's a way without being hungry. Well, no, when you do a high fat diet, it, you, you feel phenomenal. You know, you, you, your hair and nails grow your, you gives you energy, your hormones balance. Uh, you know, you're not hungry. You feel satiated. Uh, yeah. The eating real food is a better way to do it because we we're on a high fat diet, eggs and bacon and steak and asparagus and cream cheese and cottage cheese and green beans with butter on salt on it that you, but you might not know. It's one thing if you know, when you choose to, to turn away from it, but it's another thing you're like, I've never seen a way where I can lose weight, but there is a way there there are people at the pool to help put you in the water. When the angel goes by and stirs up the water, we are those people. We've been there. We've been crippled before. We know how it feels and we will help you in that pool, but not if you freaking keep whining, we're done with the whining. We can't help you because you don't even want it. And one thing that you can do, and I will do the same thing is as I get ready to say something, I'll say, is this an excuse? I mean, now it's different if I say to Christy, I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep last night. I don't feel good. And I'm going to lay down for a few minutes. That's different than me mm-hmm. saying to Christy, I didn't want to go to the gym. So I stayed home because I'm so tired and, and Brandon aggravated me. And then the chickens wouldn't come out of the coop and then stupid, somebody was caught behind the barn and we had to, di- that's, that's whining and excuses, but saying the facts is not that, but so, so. So, you know, there is a point where you can ask yourself as it's coming out of your mouth, am I whining? Am I making excuses? Or am I just own it? Own it. Live your truth. Own it. Hey, Jesus, you know what? I've laid here for 38 years. I didn't even try. Lord, as soon as I started moving forward, somebody passed me. It's not an excuse. I'm just telling you the truth. Okay, well, let's get you healed. Stand up, grab your bed and walk. And the man stood up and he walked. Hmm. 
Um, you guys know that I am close personal friends with the owners of Arsenal Canine. I have just, um, they, they helped me with Vinny. They were, have just been a big part of my life and I've learned a lot from them. And right now, Jenna is the owner of Arsenal. She's trying to lose some weight. And um, kind of, I'm working with her, you know, I'm just, I gave her the food list. I gave her the rules list. I've been checking in with her. She tracks, you know, not a lot of weight, but a little bit. And so she's not doing the formal challenge or, you know, she hasn't read my book, but she's pretty driven. Well, I kind of had a feeling Christy gets a feeling. Oh, I always am right on my feelings. And I had a feeling that things weren't really going well with her. And so I checked in with her last night, Jenna, what's going on with your weight? How are you doing? And I knew it. And I was right. And she texted back and she said, I fell off the wagon over the weekend. I just, I, um, I, I, I let the stress eating get to me. I knew that she was maxed out on stress. I said, Jenna, you, first of all, you just set yourself back a week of progress. Cause every cheat you, it's going to set you back a week. And I said, but you got to realize it's always going to be something to set, to, to, to want to derail you. You've got to learn to move forward. You've got to learn to crawl to the edge of the pool. You've got to push past your bull crap. Cause I know that she let those bull crap excuses. Well, I'm stressed. I'm going to go ahead and have myself a burger and fries. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm under a lot of pressure. I'm not getting my work down. We're, we're so stressed out. I'm upset with my staff, all these things that she said, and I'm just going to go ahead and, and have that pizza and deal with it tomorrow. You guys have all said the same thing. And now she's paying the price. And I said, it's always going to be something. It's always going to be another person that's going to try to beat you to the pool when the angel comes. Yeah. Excellent example. It's true. And you do always know you should have been a mom. I'm just saying. <laughs> I would have made a good mom. I love it. Those kids wouldn't have gotten away with anybody. We have a staff member named Amy Beth and she's really great at it. I mean, she's a guru and man, she can find dirt on anybody and anything. Like if you're just wondering, I always tell her, man, I hate to be your kids. I, man, you wouldn't get away with anything with being her kids. Same with Christy. You wouldn't have gotten away with anything. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode of rebel weight loss and lifestyle. Stop whining. We say this in love, but I'm just tired of it. We're not, we're not going to just uh, it's not going to be all rainbow and ponies. And we're just going to sit around singing Kumbaya and pat your head and tell you it's okay that you did wash an entire package of Oreos down with a bottle of wine. We're not going to do it. We're going to hold you accountable. We're going to, we're going to help you see the potential that you have in you. We're not letting you get away with crap. We're just not going to, and I am not going to listen to your whining. Don't come to me with it. I won't even listen to it. I'll just turn my good ear. I only have one good ear anyway. I'll plug the good ear and like, la, 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 la. I just don't even want to hear it. And you should be sick of hearing that from yourself too. All righty. I think that's a great, yeah, that's perfect. I didn't know if you wanted to jump in. Ah, no, I know that was good. I was all into what you were saying. You guys, we love you. We'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Hey, I'm Christy Code Red. And thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop free from ads, algorithms, and censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. 
and I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.